Hello and welcome back to episode five of the Trojan Years. I'm not even going to say it. This is not the fifth and final episode. We will keep going. We are going to keep going. Hey, Al, have you ever heard of the Grubs? I don't know. I don't know what you're referring to. Oh, the Grubs. The Grubs was an American sitcom from 2002. Now get this. It starred Michael Sarah, uh huh, Randy Quaid. Yep. What? Cousin Eddie and Carol Kane. Like, that's an all-star cast. Why are you telling me this? Well, here's the thing. Before its fifth episode, it was canceled by Fox in 2002. Ladies and gentlemen, we've reached the Grub line. We are more popular than the Grub. That's that's good. I feel like you could ask everyone in America. Yes. Yeah. If, do you know the Grubs? No. But if you asked 70 people from Sturgis <laughs> in 2002, do they know this podcast? Michael Sarah doesn't even remember the crap. <laughs> he <did> it. Yes. <laughs> but you know who knows Trojan years? Mary Haylett. Mary that's Hale. all that matters. Yep. Appreciate you, Mary. Uh, well, that was that was quite possibly the best non sequitur <laughs> intro ever. Oh, hey. I've been thinking about that one for a while. You know what else I've been thinking about for a while? What's that? You know, here's the thing. My kid's into baseball, uh-huh. and I need to get him a new mitt. You know where I'm going? You got to go to one. If you're t- if you're in Sturgis, you're if going I, to one place. Sports Arama. Sports Arama. I'm going to Sports Arama for all my goods. They're our sponsor for this episode. What a fantastic place! The Stewart family running that place. Yep. I, I always remember the story of they were the ones who helped make Michigan's 1998 Rose Bowl jersey. Is that they right? Put on the patch. Yeah. Everything like that went through Sports Arama. They had a little in, but that's that's the kind of awesomeness of downtown Sturgis. I wonder, I wonder how that business is going. It's probably fantastic and doing everything in that building, that same building that's always been in. the been same in. place they've always been on. Just like it always should be. Yes. And I hope it never changes. If someone were to make sports a move, I would have some very strong words for them. I don't think you'll ever have to worry about that, Al. Well, good. What do we have on the docket, by the way, for this episode? Uh, we're going to be interviewing Dan the Man Carmichael. Dan Carmichael. Now, hold on. <laughs> Wait a second. I've heard there's, there's development... In Sturgis. We might have to get an update on that. Hopefully, they're not doing anything to the old Sportsorama, our true sponsor of this episode. Dan, the Carmichael family knows better than to mess with the Sturgis institution like Sportsorama. Oh, But we, yes, so we have Dan Carmichael on this episode. Dan Carmichael coming on up. Back-to-back bookings, John Malloy and Dan Carmichael. These were two, two guys that were just like great characters to have in school. And we loved hearing from John last episode. We're going to have lots of great stuff from Dan this episode. I can't wait to hear it. And I know in future episodes, we're hoping to talk with Aaron Greider, Aaron Shoesmith. Yep. I know R.J. Miller even said that he might come uh, talk coaches with us sometime oh, that could in be the future. Big. And we're working on one. We're trying to go through the legal department, make sure everything's kosher. Uh-huh. But we got a, a pretty big one in the hopper. Just let me say that. Okay. Let me say that. You've teased that out nicely. That'll get that'll drive the clicks. Oh, that'll we're going to get at least things. three more views. <laughs> yeah. Three more views for that. Oh, well, that's uh, fantastic. Al, let's start on out with some where are they now. Okay, where are they now? So I've got a where are they now, and this is Tracy Sanderson, now oh. Tracy Berman. So Tracy Berman took the time to fill out the, and you guys can do this as well. We love the, we love these updates. And it, we love they're sharing. fun to hear from you yes. guys. She, tur- she filled out the, uh, the podcast guest form. So a little update on Tracy. She got her Bachelor of Science in Physics and a Ph.D. in Applied Physics from the University of Michigan. Now, that that's our science departmental winner, like, proven that we made the right choice yes, there. nailed that one for sure. Uh, she still lives in Ar- Ann Arbor with her husband. They met in physics study group their Ooh. freshman year. 
there's some brain power coming out oh, of there. My goodness, goodness, yeah. yes. I'd like to buy stock in their kid. Right. Well, they have a son who's in eighth grade, yeah. so we'll, yeah, we'll follow his progress. She's in the research staff at Material Science Department at U of M. Nice. Yeah. She trains and supervises students in the lab. Maybe does an occasional guest lecture. That's pretty cool. She's a Congress student or Congress school alum. <sighs> Congress. That's a big win for Congress. That's a big win. Yeah. Are That's you are you keeping track of these at home? I, look, I, in a future episode, we're going to talk about Wall versus Congress versus Wenzel. Yeah, that's a big one in the, the Congress column. Uh, let's see. Does she have a job in high school? I did not know this. She worked with her mom in the snack bar for half of each lunch period. Oh. Now, I would also, a little follow-up for Tracy, was that a paying gig? I wonder. I wonder if she got paid in the the giant warm cookies oh, that John Malloy mentioned. He stole got, those in the last draft. If, I can't believe he yes. got those in the second round now. If she got paid in that, I mean, that's all you need, yes. Let's see, memories. Lots of good memories from freshman year P.E. with Nick Underkircher. She never liked P.E., but having to reach the milestone for that now defunct. Maybe this is what Tamara's talking about with the fascism. Oh. The fascist presidential fitness test. Oh, that could man. be That really challenged herself to realize that she could be an athlete. And I had... Three great years running cross country with Tracy. Tremendous cross yes. country runner. And she, yeah, she worked her tail off and turned herself into a darn good runner. Uh, she does give a big shout out to Mr. Green, chemistry teacher and cross country coach. Let's see, playing mem- favorite memories, playing piccolo in the pit for orchestra for the musical Annie was a highlight of the year. So a great update from Tracy. Thanks for thanks for just filling us in. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, I got an update from Amanda Ware Johnson. Yeah, wife to Nathan. They met in CTA, CTE. He went to Baroque. They've been married since '04. They have six children. Goodness. Uh, they have a daughter who's 19. Their boys are 14, 13, 9, 7, and 4. Now, that is a lot of boys. Amanda, you are a saint. Uh, I don't know how you do it there. Holy cow. That's running the gamut, yeah. She also teaches toddlers at a child care center in Centerville, and she's on the executive board at Rooted, which is a trauma assessment group. So doing really good stuff there. Her niche is uh, advocating for early education children, especially those who are in foster care or have been affected by trauma. So, Amanda, thank you so much for doing what you're doing. That is something that is desperately needed. Speaking of jobs, where she work? The Sugar Shack. Oh, Sugar Shack. Hey, Sugar Shack. another great gone-too-soon Sturgis Institution. Absolutely. Also worked at KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken there. Some of her favorite memories from high school were the school breakfast. The gooey cinnamon things were like warm hugs in the morning. Uh, and we needed those. Getting up at 7.30 in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Like You needed something to get you ready for that Channel 1 news. Uh, <laughs> everything that was going there. So thank you. Hey, she wanted to give a big shout-out to Mrs. Good, sassy herself. Uh, she was honest and caring, no nonsense. And Mrs. Connors, don't remember the name of the class, but she knew that computer were involved and she was just chill and let you do your thing nice so again those teachers that you knew cared about you and were there to help you so miss connor and miss good big shout outs to you guys she also wanted to just say uh, holy angels in the house holy, yeah you holy know holy angels in the house it was not an intentional to leave out no. holy angels or trinity or there was another was a saint john's saint john's yeah yep, absolutely there were yes. some very good non-public education yep. institutions around but also did go to wall then uh, okay. as her elementary. So, no, hey, you got her, you got Tracy, we got Amanda. We're playing this out. We're yeah. playing this out. Yeah. We'll see how this goes as we go. Yep. All right. Well, good. Thank. Love that update from Amanda. Thank you. Well, 
when we talked with John Malloy last week, yep. he asked us a great question. A great you question. You know, he kind of he turned the tables on us and he started asking a question. How has school, and especially how's the effect of social media changed school? And I enjoyed that conversation we had with him. Which really is a fascinating thing because when we were growing up, like we didn't have to worry about all of our Instagram posts no. or what we have on our TikTok or what our be real was that moment. We didn't yeah. have all those pressures. But it would have been interesting because we had some pretty creative kids in our class. I wonder who would have dominated social media if it was around in 2002. Yeah. What a great new segment we have developed oh. here. So okay. let's let's talk about okay. hypothetical. Right. So we have, you know, what are the social media? You got Instagram. You got your TikTok. TikTok, YouTube. You got Twitter. Uh, Twitter, maybe like a Twitch gaming stream or oh. something like oh, that. Oh, we probably have some yeah. Twitch. Okay. All right. So let's, um, I don't know. How do you want to do this? We don't necessarily draft format. We'll just throw some names out. Yeah, I there. think okay. Let, let's let's just in any of those formats. Who who do you think would have been really good? I'm I'm gonna throw out one name. In some ways, kind of sad because he was taken from us too soon, and mm -hmm. that's Dustin Pike. Oh man, like yes. Dustin Pike and his dance routines, like that guy Ray's. Yeah, uh, fantastic stuff. I mean, if we had YouTube at that time, or even TikTok. I bet he would have come up with some phenomenal yes. stuff that yes. would have gone viral. Gosh, what a great that's that's a great idea. Yeah, I was an entertaining kid. I was mm -hmm. an entertaining guy. I would have loved to see what kind of content he could have created. Well, Definitely. And I always uh, I think I remember talking to somebody at our tenth uh, class reunion that Dustin Pike was a great example of a kid who traditional school didn't necessarily. Uh, go for yeah classroom learning is not always for but everyone man was so intelligent and bright yeah. and had his own way of living life and really really found himself after high school and really just a shame that uh was taken too soon yeah agreed well i love that hey i love that that suggestion of justin pike another one who i think would be inner just an entertaining fella okay. and that is Derek hutchinson oh I think we mentioned in a previous episode, but Derek Hutchinson. Yes. Here's and I think it comes to mind. I don't know, COVID shut down. Yeah. 2020. Derek Hutchinson. Is a, he's a teacher. Okay. He released and wrote his own like COVID themed teaching rap set to Old Town Road. See, and that's why he would have been fantastic, yes. whether it be on YouTube or TikTok. Yeah. He would have dominated. Yep. He would have came up with parodies left and right. Uh, he had the moves. One of our best dancers. Exactly. We know that. Yeah. So absolutely. Hutchinson, I, I would have followed him. Yeah, the fact that he went viral in 2020 means he definitely would have blown up back yes. in 2002 for sure. Now, a name I want to go on out there for is, uh, I, you know, teachers, we're always looking for videos. We're always looking for explainers because yes. sometimes we can't explain something yes. well. You know who would have been fantastic with their own YouTube channel explaining math? Matt Picker. Oh, Matt, Matt Picker. He had the brain for numbers, that's for sure. I think I was in his physics class, and that physics class consisted of me <laughs> checking my work. You can't see the air quotes, but they're, they're there. Checking my work against Matt's answers just to make sure I did things correctly. Oh, uh, I, I, You know, and, and he always had a good sense of humor, yep. a fun personality. I yep. could definitely see him uh, dominating some uh, some YouTube channel about calculus or physics or whatever yeah. it is. And you'd turn on in and you'd laugh and you'd learn something. Yes. And yeah, thanks for the homework. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Matt Picker, great suggestion, great suggestion. Another person that was always a kind of a great personality, had one of the most, I think, most distinctive laughs from our time in high school. <laughs> oh, I know. You could hear it. Yes. Mm -hmm. From one end of the hall to the other, you know, it's a 
the school is a quarter mile long, I swear, and you could hear the, her laugh down the hall, and that's Brianna Clemens. Brie Clemens is a fantastic pick. I think she could have dominated uh, a, a, a TikTok, a YouTube. Yep. Big into pranks, right? Yeah, pranks, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Just practical jokes Having to play fun. on kids. Yeah, on, on students. Teachers, oh, I yeah, see unsuspecting, that. just random people. Yeah, I could see that for sure. I think she would have done quite well. Okay, you know, you know, another one out there. I'm gonna put out there. I, I know I have some students who like putting their own singing out there. A name that I did not necessarily associate. Uh, Andrew Carp. Andrew Carp. Yeah. Okay. Did you know that Andrew Carp and Chris Sias were in choir together? Yeah, those two together in choir, along with people like DeBusher and uh, Tamara and That's some of the right. others we've mentioned. Uh, Tabitha Crooks was in there. Those two, they had some really good voices. And knowing them, it, they're not necessarily who you'd think, oh, they're choir boys. Yeah. But they could sing. That's and awesome. I bet they would come up with some pretty good stuff on social media. We, did they have like a band? We got to find out if they have some sort of like high school garage well, band. I do know that Sias now is a DJ around the area. Okay. But I don't know. I bet. I wonder if they had some sort of band at, at that time. That would have been. That would have been something. We got to get our hands on their demo tape that I'm sure they cut back in 2002. Oh, I, I'm sure they got something yeah. around here. All right, Andrew Carp. Yeah, that's a that's a nice one. I like that. You know, uh, I, I'm trying to think of who would be the the witty person on Twitter. Who would have the good like one liners, the the stuff that really would be edgy, whether it be that or. Are any of the who would come up with the parody accounts? You know, you know who I think would be a good one there. Who do you got for that? Nick Hagedis. Nick Hagedis, yeah. Uh, that guy. I, hey, for for uh, a person I spent a lot of time with in school, uh, a funny guy, uh, always had some good lines. Uh, if I I would have paid to have watched him and RJ and Rob wa- Rob Weirich and Destadio kind of go back and forth with <laughs> just, each other. Just uh, the idiots on the uh, yeah. idiots on there, uh, just trading barb after barb after barb. Uh, I yeah, I would pay for that. I think that would have been pretty good. That's good. Hey, we would love to hear who else do you think would be a good uh yeah. A oh, good, I love yeah. I, good I, social I, media star from yeah, from the turn of the century. So Al, the people have been saying they want more quotes. <laughs> they they do? They want to hear more quotes. Because they don't remember their own, and they want to hear them again. So let's see if we can enrich their lives with a few more quotes this month. I was going to ask you, why are we still doing this bit? (laughs) (laughs) Why are we still doing this bit? Because it's fun to see if we can get one right. That's true. That's true. All right. Well, okay. I'll start it off this time. All right. I've got a quote for you. Okay. Here's the quote for you. Yeah. Everything is okay in the end. If it's not okay, then it's not the end. Oh, my goodness. See, the philosophers we had in our class, I'm going to go with that is Andy Elmore. Andy Elmore, no. Was that Andy Elmore? He was a deep thinker, though. He was I'll a give deep him thinker. That. that was, in fact, Kathy Milligan. Kathy Milligan. Yep. Oh, my goodness. I, I love seeing her posts. She has been really involved with the bowling program. They now have that as a competitive sport at Sturgis High School. Do they? Her daughter is fantastic. Okay. Absolutely fantastic. But coming from that Milligan family... Uh, they they were going to be fantastic right. there. So, Kathy, awesome to uh, hear your quote there yeah. again. I got one for you. Okay. Okay. Here's a blast from the past. Life is just. People are not. Life is just. Mm-hmm. People are not. How about how about Liz Stilu? Oh, Liz. No, it wasn't Liz Stilu. Liz a little bit more peppy than that. That's true. I, I would That's imagine. Her point. Uh, this was Jacob Merrill. Jacob Merrill. Jacob Merrill coming with the 
life is just. If you ever got into a conversation with Jacob Merrill, it was going to take you directions you never expected oh, to go. Absolutely. You, you never know where you're going to end up with yeah. a Jacob Merrill conversation. Yeah. You might leave scratching your head, but in a good way. Possibly in a good way. <laughs> yeah, sure. All right. Well, that's that's a nice one. Okay. I've got uh, I got another quote for you. Okay. Here's the quote. And I pretty relatable, I think. Um, it's Donuts and Mountain Dew, The Breakfast of Seniors. Oh my goodness. Oh, that's that's pretty good there. I will go with Melissa McDonald. Not Melissa McDonald. Okay. Who 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 is the sage with that advice? This is a Mike Thing original. A Mike Thing original. Yep. Oh my goodness. He Mike could be, Thing. He could be counting on to see you walking in. Yep. Cracking open a can or bottle of Mountain Dew. Donuts, definitely. I wonder if they were sugar shack donuts. Oh, they, they had to be. Yeah. They had to be. Yeah. Uh, Mike just actually finished up 20 years in the U.S. Navy, wow. retiring from the Navy here. That's awesome. Uh, did a great job. Still down in Virginia, I believe. Okay. Uh, has a family and everything. So, Mike, hopefully, being in the Navy, you didn't uh, have Mountain Dew and Donuts every single day. <laughs> you, you graduated from that senior status. Hopefully, life's treating you well. Yeah, nice. All right. So, we got one more here. Let, let me hunt up uh, a good one. Let's, let's see what we got in the hopper here. Hard work. Never killed anyone, but I figure, why take the chance? That's excellent. Just a great life motto to have. Yeah, you don't want to risk it. You no. don't want to risk working hard. Just and this, in case. this person lived this throughout high school. Well, I had a guess, and now I feel like, man, if I guess it, and this maybe I'm, <laughs> I'm like throwing shade or something. How about Sam Nieves? Sam Nieves is a good pull. I like that name, but it's not Sam. Sam was a much harder worker. That's than exactly this person. yes. This person. Was Dan Carmichael? <laughs> Dan Carmichael. Wow. Well, it's funny you mentioned that. It name, is Dan funny Carmichael. that I mentioned that because you know who we have on today's episode? We have Dan the Man Carmichael. So let's get right to our interview with Dan Carmichael. We are here with Dan Carmichael. We are to snag another interview. Pretty tough get, if I say so myself. I, I would say so. This yeah. is hard to book. Yeah. So uh, Dan, I guess real quick for the for the people for the listeners, why don't you just give us a quick update on? where you are now what's life been like for the last 20 years or so oh yeah well i went in a big circle and ended up back in sturgis left high school went to college for approximately two semesters which if anybody knows about my academic skills is not surprising <laughs> now did you choose to leave or did they ask you to leave after those two semesters oh it was mutual <laughs> okay. it was a mutual breakup yeah. They were like, it's not working. And I was like, oh my God, I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> beautiful. I did stand-up comedy for two plus years okay. uh, out of Lansing, but I didn't like it. It was really, it's a real dirty business, turns out. Right, and it turns out also Lansing is not the place you want to start your comedy career. <laughs> Nothing strikes me as funny about Lansing. Like depressing, yes. No. Funny. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like... Former car plants that are run down and yeah. the capital, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's, it doesn't inspire a lot of, uh, a lot of funny. There are yeah. only so many um, non-cherry jokes you can do into a room. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> After that, I, I came back to help my parents um, starting a new business and that has gone incredibly well. And now we're sort of the next generation running it here in Sturgis, GT Independence. Okay. And what does that business do? We help people with disabilities uh, lead self-determined lives so they can spend their Medicaid dollars um, that they get for support on the people they want providing care instead of going into a rest home or going into a care facility or 
having an agency send people into your house to care for you, which is not ideal. Um, We turn these folks into employers and empower them to hire and fire and manage their own care and their own way of life. So that's awesome. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's noble. It's got to be very fulfilling. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big part of our life too. We're big uh, disability rights advocates. I have a daughter who is a, who has a disability or rare disease. Mm -hmm. Uh, Of course, I don't know if you remember my oldest brother, Ben. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. It's kind of how we got started in it. Yep. Um, so yeah, that's that's a big part of our life. Actually, this year, I was honored to be uh, a judge at Miss Wheelchair America. Oh, wow. Uh, which is a really cool event. It's, um, it's focused mostly on advocacy work. Uh, and uh, it's just really cool what some of these people are doing out there. It's just, it just blew me away, the whole thing, so... Well, I know uh, my family really appreciated your your family business because about 10 years ago, my grandfather, who had Alzheimer's uh, dementia, he went through one of your programs and it definitely helped him um, oh, wonderful. and made the, the end uh, more manageable for him. So what you're doing out there is fantastic. And uh, Sturgis is lucky to have you. Oh, I appreciate that. I was very lucky much. to have you back in 2002. I'm <laughs> more lucky now. The year at college. At that point, everybody's been happy to get rid of you, but they're happy to now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think Sturgis was happy for me to go get some uh, some XP elsewhere. <laughs> Certainly, yeah. Before coming back, <laughs> right? So, yeah, no, it's 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 been it's been crazy. It's it's great. We love it here. We've got two kids uh, in school right now. So now, are um, they are they going to Sturgis Public Schools? Then they are. They are, oh. and we are borderline persona non grata because we fight them every step of the way for our for our daughter well that's what you gotta um, do yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh, our school district unfortunately is lagging behind you know it's something we didn't think of when no. we were there no but if you think back how many kids with disabilities did you see you know yeah um we're still very segregated here and that's that's not okay and we're trying trying to push the needle on that that's well, so. good you're fighting a good fight definitely yeah. Well, if there was anyone who has ever uh, has the experience or was built to push the needle in Sturgis and try and uh, call out the uh, powers that be, it's Dan Carmichael. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. That part has not changed from 20 years ago. That's good. That's good to see. That's right. Yeah. I still um, want to be a pain in somebody's ass. I don't exactly, know. Exactly. So do you have any, you know, just kind of looking back, any like favorite we've talked about in each episode? But every person that we've kind of chatted with, their favorite teachers. Do you have any teachers that really stuck out to you that made that high school experience memorable for you? Oh, man. You know, I listened to the other episodes, but I don't remember who was said. So if I'm repeating, oh, by all means, I apologize. But Mr. Switalski was, was big for me. He was fantastic. That's a common uh, name that's mentioned, yeah. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, I was wondering, yeah. yeah. For some reason, I had an urge to call him Sir always, and it really upset him. <laughs> so that that was fun i'm still very close with lynn brand mrs brand oh she was uh, spectacular too yeah. yeah and i feel very fortunate to count her among my friends these days just those two in particular excellent uh very they had a certain pragmatism to them Certainly. that that really reached me at that age and, and is still very important to me yeah yeah um yeah and so now with Switalski, were you a part of the, you were part of the newspaper staff, correct? Yeah, yes. Yeah. You also did a little bit of work with Trojan Vision, right? 
Yeah, yeah, we yeah, I did that uh, that as well. That was, uh, I believe, that was Gandalf's class. Yeah, Gandalf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah, and that was that was interesting because because none of it matters anymore. It, all the stuff we learned was like reel to reel, cutting tape, like, yeah, VCRs and cassettes. <laughs> And oh shit! Did somebody copy over our good cassette? Like <laughs> stuff that would make my kids just their heads would explode. Yeah, what are these words you're using and saying? They like they literally don't compute when you say VCR to kids. Yeah. Kids. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. Or that you have to rewind a video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was just it all it all seems so barbaric now. Um, <laughs> but man, it was a lot of fun. We we did sort of a I remember a. Blair Witch knockoff piece out at what do they call that spooky place out in Constantine area? Uh, uh, purgatory. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. Um, and I remember it was like a lot. It like ran eight minutes, and that was ridiculous. <laughs> you know, we had to break it up. It was a two-part series that explored nothing. <laughs> but hey. The great thing about Trojan Vision, it would come on and like, well, sweet, here goes 15 minutes of a class that I don't have to do anything for. And it's just the dumbest stuff, but we loved it. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're all signed on to it. I love Pat Clancy to the story, uh, uh, our senior year of the uh, Sturgis Mafia. My, uh, my theory that Mark Van Dozen ran everything. And I just remember us getting into the basement at SHS and him interviewing me with like the, uh, well, we'll do it in the dark. We'll, we'll disguise your voice kind of thing. It's just a mockery of everything, but just kind of, oh yeah, it's definitely Van Dozen who's running it and Bill Dickey is, is his person in charge. And they're making all the shots around here and everything. But that was the great thing. Like we were playing around with stuff, but it's that creativity. It's that, that, uh, that fact that Gandalf let us run with our ideas and have some fun with it. Like you said, the, the, the technology stuff we didn't need but it yeah. was, okay, how can we explore this? How can we put these stories together? That really was a cool, cool experience we had. It was, it really, yeah, it was. And being able to flex creatively like that is just, yeah. You don't realize what a gift that is when you're when you're in the midst of it, you know? Yeah. In the adult life, you, you just don't get those opportunities as much to to, to do stuff like that. So now, yeah, that, that was definitely appreciated. And I love pointless labor as well. So, <laughs> yeah. Huge fan of pointless labor, which is what that well, all with was. That freedom of, uh, of newspaper and Trojan vision. I know you mentioned the Blair Witch. Are there any other like uh, sort of iconic moments that stick out to you during those, those wild days? There was a dark room involved. <laughs> Again, another antiquated <laughs> thing. That, I mean, it might as well be the camera that explodes when you when you take a picture <laughs> right you know you'd go down there and you we learn how to develop but then it was also this little hideaway where you could go to <laughs> if you had keys for it and right. uh, and it was just brilliant you know it was it was stuff that i don't think you could do today but it was just this this weird idiosyncrat like just a strange thing inside of this school life yeah and i always loved those little pieces those little pieces were everywhere in that Agreed. And I feel like almost every group of kids or almost any student found those own little, like you said, idiosyncratic little niches in their school life that felt like communities within the school. And like, you know, sometimes, you know, you call the click and, and like clicks kind of have a, a bad connotation to it. And they can in certain situations, but I feel like they were just these great, almost little familial groups for us in Sturgis. Yeah, absolutely. And they're, 
and then you get into some of the interests, you know, whether it was music or drama or, you know, foreign language or anything like that. And then you'd have this click cross-contamination and mm -hmm. you would have these, mm -hmm. these different groups of shared interests that, um, that if, if people were passionate about it, that was, you know, you had a, you had a family, you had a place there. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, it, it's one of the beauties of having a school where we had 181 people in our class and there were about 975 to a thousand people at the high school that you were big enough where there was someone who was like you, who had mm -hmm. some interests like you, but you were also small enough where you got to know most everybody. There wasn't anyone who crossed the stage at graduation going, I've never seen that person yeah. in four years. Right. Right. Yeah. That is definitely, um, I'd never thought of it in those terms, but yeah, that is a, that is a size of a student body that allows that. I think you're right. Yeah. Like you said, flipping through the yearbook just kind of recently, it was amazing to me how many clubs and organizations there were, whether it was Spanish club or whether it was like the with key club key or club. optimist and all yep. this sort of stuff. And you look at the pictures in the yearbook and like there's 50, 60 kids in all of these groups and just sort of kind of makes that fabric of the school strong and it makes it feel like a community. And you don't think about it at the time, but looking back, you realize it was those things that made it a good experience for us there. Yeah, absolutely. I agree hundred percent. Yeah. Plus, most of those clubs met during Channel One. So it was like, oh, I get to get out of class? I get a little bit of first hour? Oh, this is great. Okay, I'll, yeah, I'll go talk about charity. I'll go do this. All right, sure. I do think that is the first Channel One mention we've had in this whole time, in our whole time talking. How wow. This You've not mentioned the... Channel One and Maria Menounos, Lisa Ling, who went on to greater things. Yeah. <laughs> There are many moments where I'm going through National Geographic videos trying to find the right one to talk about North Korea to my students today. And I go, I'm going with Elisa Ling. Like, you got to go. Like, I, I got to bond with her. I have she, to support you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she knows it, it's, it's, it's a unhealthy, but yeah, it's a bond. <laughs> I watched her for six years on an old box TV that was paid for by Channel One, put into the classrooms. I owe so, her. So that they could sell us sugary drinks before, <laughs> before class. Yeah, yeah. Right? It was ads. It was ads. Pay, you know, yeah, yeah, financed, right? So, yeah, yeah that's <laughs> all I know is I've never felt better about the National Guard than I did during my time. <laughs> I was this close. I was this close. The National Guard almost had me. <laughs> they make it look so fun. Yeah, <laughs> With just one weekend a month. <laughs> I got a weekend a month. What am I doing? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh goodness. Uh, well, that's spectacular. That's spectacular. Uh, yes. Yeah. Good time. I remember, um, yeah, the Trojan vision was always just a fun thing to look back on. And it was always seemed like based on the, the nature of the kids in the class and the production schedule, it never seemed that there was a set like, hey, we got a weekly episode. It was like, we have an episode this week. We'll see you again in seven to eight weeks. And who knows what we're going to get for the content exactly that was uh yeah there was a certain randomness to it that that made it more exciting yeah <laughs> you didn't yeah. know when you were getting that drop you no. didn't know <laughs> when i did it when i did it our junior year gandalf was a saint he had like a schedule down but quickly he evolved into oh this is what i'm working with all right i got to be a little bit nicer <laughs> to myself here we don't need yeah. the episode yeah. we we need to publish something periodically <laughs> well the the purgatory story you know we You'd say, hey, is that done? And we'd we got more leads, man. We gotta got track these down. We don't have things bigger than all of us. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's growing every time, every time we turn over a rock, there's something new to chase. So.
I will say, like, the editorial standards, you know, obviously we don't have the Trojan business to look back at, but just flipping through, as Joey has 20-year-old Trojan times mm -hmm. that we flipped through, not, there were no censors. Someone was editing at some point somewhere, but the, the papers were 30 pages. No one had a chance to, like, oh, this is this is not going to, you know, pass muster. So <laughs> you would not get away with 50% of the stuff in Trojan Vision or 50% of the stuff in these newspapers today. Well, when I when I did the newspaper, our uh, editor in chief there was uh, Maureen Notstein. Okay. okay, all right. Who who was tough? <laughs> she, she was tough. She knew her stuff. She was real good at it. That's impressive. Yeah, I remember. I tried to get. I drew a cartoon of a female high school swimmer to go into the paper. Uh huh. And she the the cartoon was. Harry like a werewolf because <laughs> apparently they quit shaving or something for <laughs> regionals. And that got past her, but it didn't get past Swit. Ah. I'm, still, I'm still a little pissed about that. It was a good cartoon. <laughs> I can't draw. So like the fact that I pulled it off, I was really impressed with myself and I did yeah. it got cut. Cutting room floor. That's tough, that's a tough cut. <laughs> I'll I'll still remember to this day that our sophomore year, the Halloween episode of the paper comes on out and there's a cartoon on it. And I'm looking at it and I notice in the bottom there, there's a tombstone. And on that tombstone is here lies our dear sophomore class president, which was me at the time. And I'm like, oh shit, what did I do? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was that it was this homecoming related. I think I was in charge of counting up the points that year and the juniors thought they should beat the seniors. Because that senior class, that class of uh, 2000, was terrible at homecoming. They lost three years in a row before finally winning <laughs> their senior year. So I think that's what it had to do with. But I just remember as a sophomore in, in high school, just being mortified that somebody wanted to be dead. <laughs> so you've got a you've got a game planned out. Yeah, called the Trojan Wars. Yes. All right. So this is a it's a, a new segment. It pits me versus our guest, which is you and I. And I I like to say that you're the first friend that I made. Like when you're a kid you're friends with the kid who lives across the street or the kids that your parents are friends with, you know, their kids. Yeah, um, yeah. I remember we went to Trinity Lutheran together in preschool and I always felt like, man, Dan Carmack was the first friend that I made. And, you know, here we are 30 some years later, <laughs> we chat back and forth on Facebook messenger or whenever I see you. And I, I honestly feel like not a day has gone by since I've seen you and chatted with you. That's what always amazes me is the instant wrecking the brain instantly recognizing yeah yeah there's there's no getting back into a flow or a pattern it's never never stopped it just because hey, it goes back to preschool baby exactly That's got, that is some foundational shit right there yeah i know <laughs> i might get a little tear in my eye but anyway be prepared to lose in the trojan wars <laughs> yeah that's why you're gonna be crying <laughs> right so I, I really liked this story when I heard that you guys were friends going back a while. And I realized that since you guys went to Congress, I wouldn't have any of that material. But we did get together in fifth grade when everyone in Sturgis moved to Eastwood School. And that was a pretty big year because that's when we're all now mixing all the Wenzel, all the Congress, all the wall kids are getting together. It's fifth grade. So I've brought out your fifth grade yearbook. You have now, I would like... I would like some points on this. I want some points. Because <laughs> I came back to Eastwood midway through the year. True. Oh, that is true. I moved to Ohio for four years and came back in the middle of fifth grade. So I need a, I need a spread. I need a handicap. We'll give him a little handicap for sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I'm going to start with you, Dan. 
Yes. You and Al were in the same fifth grade class. Who was your teacher? That would have been, it was either Patrick Waugh or <laughs> Mr. Roy. <laughs> it was Mr. Roy. Oh, yeah. good. Dan good. gets the first point. Yeah. And I will say, like, when we've talked about favorite teachers, we've, it's basically been kept to a high school conversation. But Mr. Roy, as a fifth grade teacher, he was awesome. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize if we were including elementary grades, no. I, I mean, yeah. no offense to Lynn Brand, but she can take off. Um, <laughs> is Mr. Roy. Yeah, Rick uh, Roy was the man. Absolutely. He, he convinced us that he was cousins with Mike Tyson. Yeah. That he was related to Patrick Waugh. Yes. And he told, us, he told us he drove a Porsche. And one day we saw him getting into a van and we're like, I thought you said you had a Porsche. He's like, oh, it's a Porsche van. I was like, we just went along with it. You're in fifth grade. You don't know any better. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Al, question to you for a point. Okay, let's hear it. Who was our principal that year? Oh, fifth grade Eastwood. Was it Mrs. Hopkins, Virginia Hopkins? Virginia Hopkins it is. Wow. Let's go. Oh, I'm glad I didn't get that one. <laughs> now, for this one, well, I, I told you, Dan, we're going to give you a little bit of a... All right. You're the guest. We're treating you yeah. well here. Thank you. Thank All you. right. Now, so this one, you're going to have... Uh, you're going to go back and forth, and you have a chance to okay. earn three points. Who else was in your class? Dan, I'll give you the first crack at this. Who was someone else other than Al who was in... Mr. Roy's class in fifth grade. I got to take, should I take the easy ones or just get the hard ones off the board? Scott Zikafus. Oh my gosh. Scott How about that? was yeah. in her class. Absolutely. <laughs> well, you saved the easy one for me. Um, I did. Then I got to go with uh, Ryan Haller. Did I botch Ryan it? Haller was okay. in your class. I was yes. like, did I botch it already? No, Ryan Haller okay. was in your class. Ooh. Absolutely. All right. All okay. Right, Back to you. Okay. I, I'm seeing a bunch of faces and names, mm -hmm. but I, boy, man, I should have gone with Ryan first. <laughs> I kept Scott Zickfus in my pocket. <laughs> uh, I believe Matt Wolf was in our class. Matt Wolf was in your class. Nice. Yes. Nice. Dan goes two for two so far. Al, back to you. Gosh. Okay. Um, uh, uh, Ryan Miller was Ryan Miller in our fifth grade class. Ryan Miller was in your fifth grade. Oh, let's go. That is a pull right let's there. Let's go. Also, some of the sweetest hair. Like, yeah, I, 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 I remember that, the flow. I remember the flow. Yeah. Yeah. That was fantastic. Yeah. All right, Dan. Okay. Three for three here. Now, I've got a first name, and I can see a face. This is where you might have to give your guests a little leeway. Okay. Right? I'm, I'm begging for it. <laughs> Kenny. Oh. Kenneth. I'll tell you what. I'll give him the last yes. name. He's got the first name. Kenny Hurst. Kenny Hurst. Kenny Hurst. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, nice. What an thank awesome you. Point. I'll I'll split the point even. That's fantastic. <laughs> no, Kenny Hurst. We'll give you the point there. That is great. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Roy always used to say, "What's the frequency, Kenneth?" Yes, because the <laughs> REM song. <laughs> yes. What's the frequency, Kenneth? <laughs> yeah. All right, Al. Okay. Can you go three for three here? Um, I'm gonna say um, Elizabeth Franks. Elizabeth Franks was in your class. Okay. Absolutely. Oh, All right. Nice. Hey, nice. look. Guys, you, this is a murder's row of a class. Like, this is a Hall of Fame fifth grade this, class. <laughs> fifth grade was elite. We had the squad, sure. Some of the other ones in that class. Crystal Ash, Heather Baum, Julie Bowersox is in that class. Oh, Julie yeah. Bowersox, that's yeah. great. You had Jessica Brubaker. You had was Amy Goodpaster in that class? Amy Goodpaster was yes. in there. Josh DeBusher was in there. Oh, Adriana Esparza. Adriana, Adriana okay. Esparza. Oh, well, I, I didn't realize that was our first exposure to Josh DeBusher. That's yeah. 
No wonder it has skank whip. <laughs> yes, the legendary tennis surf. They still use that term on the tennis courts to this day. I, heard, <laughs> I swear to God, I legendary. heard it last year. <laughs> That's amazing. You had Elizabeth Franks. Liz Franks is in there with you guys. Brenda Garcia, Aaron Greider, Kevin Hall. Kevin uh, Hall, okay. Robert Smith, Renee Towers, Zach Guardo, yes. Jacob oh, Wallman. Jacob Wallman. Sarah Wallman. Sarah Wilson. And Jason Watson. Wow. Wow. That is that is a impressive class. Great yep. class. Yep. That's why we had too much fun there, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. Now, you guys are tied going into the final round here. So this is where it gets a little bit tougher. Okay. This is the game where if you miss one, you are out. Okay. So oh, Dan, no. you get to go first. Name another teacher at Eastwood other than Mr. Roy. Mrs. Beckwith. Beckwith was one, yes. <laughs> she was our, one of our sixth grade teachers, right? I think so. Okay. I still have some problems with her. She... <laughs> She's got some problems with you, too. I'm sure, I'm sure of it. Yeah. Uh, then I'm going to go with Mr. Baker. Mr. Baker is, yep. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, I see, again, faces. Yeah. Uh, Mrs. Hall? Mrs. Hall. Can I just be honest with you? <laughs> yes, please. I just picked a name that sounded like it could be a teacher there. Because <laughs> there's hallways in a school. There's hallways. There was a Miss Hall. Oh. No. And can you steal the win here? So all you got to do is name a teacher. Not yes. Me. Okay. I got to go with, um, I feel like I want to go out with a bang here. Very nice lady, an art teacher. I'm going to say Sue Sleeper. With Sue Sleeper at Eastwood. Fifth grade year, yes, she was. <laughs> okay. She was, yes. Yeah, I knew it. Yes. I should have gone to the sleeper Talmadge group. Exactly, yes, there the, whole, the whole crew was there. Exactly. I know it. Yeah. Oh. Well played. Well played. Al pulls it off. What a miraculous <laughs> comeback. Uh, some other fifth grade teachers, the, the Steiners. You had Mr. Oh, and Mrs. Man. Steiner. You yeah. had Mrs. White, Mr. Yunker. Yunker, okay. The gym teacher is the one I can see, but cannot think of the name. Mr. Mettler? Oh, no. Mr. Mettler was there that year? Mr. Mettler was there, but I'm... I'm what about uh, Mr. Reed? Mr. Reed? Mr. Reed. That's Mr. Reed, fifth grade. Did he double as our basketball coach as well, fifth grade year? He Reed? did. He did. He said, uh, I remember when I, the first night, he said, I had your brother on the team, tough kid. I massaged his heart once. <laughs> 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 he said right there on the court opened him up he was dead for several minutes and i was like hey cool <laughs> like, cool you're freaking me out buddy yeah. i'm just trying to get some shots up <laughs> like we don't know we don't know each other like you know we don't know our brands of comedy enough to <laughs> yeah. have this conversation <laughs> right oh but i appreciate it though oh it's spectacular oh man reed reed and mettler yeah reed and mettler did uh basketball yeah oh man yeah. And then uh, Hilborg. Balt. Oh, Mr. Hilborg. Oh, cool. yes. Balt yes. and Charrington were the other uh, fifth grade wow. teachers. Other, so. okay. I will say I'm glad that did not go past like round three, maybe four. <laughs> <laughs> I was in trouble. Oh, That's fantastic. That was a great game. That was. Thanks for putting that together, Joey. Dan, were there any other stories that you wanted to share with the dozens and dozens of people who will, who will listen to this? <laughs> I was real clo close with the 2001 class, okay. or no, 2000 class, yeah. the 2000 yeah. class. Uh, you yeah. know, I spent a lot of time there. 
So a lot of my memories come from that. Um, so you actually might be the perfect guest for me to review this, this next thing with here. You see, uh, one of the things I want to debut with uh, the Trojan years here is the rankings. I love ranking things. And I think that high school allows us to have a lot of different things that we can rank. So I went ahead and I ranked the classes we were with, the ones that not our seniors, our freshman year, and not the freshman, our senior years, we only had a year with them, but the classes we had at least two years with, I went ahead and I ranked them. So I want to give you my case. And then I want you to make the case of why I'm wrong here. Okay. Can you guys okay. I'm, I'm excited to hear this. Yes. All right. So of the classes of 2000, 2001, 2003, and 2004, here's how I ranked them. The fourth best class out of that, I put the class of 2000. Okay. It's a good class. Don't get me wrong. Jamie Pulling, leader there. I think uh, one of the Thinnermans was their uh, class president. They did seven brides for seven brothers their senior year. They were the two-time powder puff champs. Okay. All right. But they had three fourth place finishes in homecoming. They were definitely a class that kind of had a little bit of that, eh, do we care mentality. Well, they definitely had yes. that. <laughs> they, they had that in space, yes. Now, yes. there were a lot of brothers or sisters in this class. Your brother right. was in this class. Yes, Stephen. Uh, Colleen Finnerman, her sister was a year behind us, but Travis Michaelinus was in this class. Oh, yeah. EJ Whitney had a sister who was younger. Michelle Klaus, Ben Ellis, Lexi Cronkite, Mario Moravolo, Ike King. You had a lot of people in there. One of my favorites, Matt Moses, because I do believe he went on to marry a member of the class of 2002. Oh, yeah. Yes. Brooke. Yep. So still around the area. But apologies to the class of 2000. They were in the <laughs> four class here. Okay. My number three class is the class of 2004. A fine class, Lauren Robertson leading them, but I don't know. They, they just didn't have this. They didn't bring the swag. They didn't bring the vibe to me. Okay. Okay. Uh, they were a little bit weak. They were a little bit timid. I, I don't really remember much about them. And if I spent two years in high school with you, look, I want to remember you guys. Yeah. You're right, right. So really it comes down to the other two classes. All right. My second ranked class here is the class of 2003. This is a very okay. good class. They have a lot of good people. Annie Mettler, student body president there. I did have some experience with her. Yeah, you did. I, I did. <laughs> yeah, I think this is, in fact, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she was very nice. But, but here's the thing. That class, again, some good athletes. So John Westra, Adam Larimer, Brett Shesky, baseball-wise, basketball-wise, they were really great, too. That's good stuff, yeah. Uh, they had some really cool people. But they can't compare. Pat Clancy. Part of the class of 03. <laughs> is, that a, is that a credit to 03 or is that a detriment? <laughs> well, I, I think I, I, in trying to decide, I, I, I did count that as a positive for them. Yeah, questionable. Because he did do some fun things around yeah, school. I yeah, believe he, he put together a March Madness bracket one year okay. that we might have to talk about in the Trojan Years After Dark episodes. But, uh, <laughs> but that did bring some levity. Yes, it, yes. Does, it doesn't match the class of 2001. They were my number one ranked class. Ursula Schaefer leading them. Yeah. You don't get Fantastic. better drive yeah. vibe than Ursula Schaefer. Yeah. You got Will Smith. I didn't realize Will Smith was like their student body or their uh, class vice president. Okay. Like you got Will Smith and Britt Sears leading the way. You got Tressa Clemens in there, uh, who's a fantastic person, by the way. Just and another sibling as well. Yeah, yes, yeah, another sibling. Yes. But she is now a music teacher up in Portage and absolutely adored around. Can't hear a bad thing about Tressa. Crossman, I think now. Okay. Just overall, a really good group of people, a really good vibe, and some uh, pretty awesome people. All right. Shout out to my okay. Jesse Frame. Mostly because I know he's going to be listening to this. at some point, and he'll have some critiques on why his class. What about his class? But I'm ranking them the number one class that we went with. 
All right, tell me why I'm right or wrong in my rankings here. I'm gonna let. So Dan spent a lot of time with the, the class of 2000. I a little bit because my brother was there. So like Ryan mm-hmm. and Isaiah King would always be kind of bumming around our house. But a kid from that class who I appreciated was Andrew Broker. Because mm. um, we showed up to band freshman year and Andrew Broker was a trumpet player. And I think he, you know, he taught us to not take anything too seriously at all. And a lot of times, like in band, you know, you'd have upperclassmen, you know, they kind of be, they prick, they pick on you a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the broker went out of his way to like make the freshman feel part of the band and make us feel welcome. So that's uh, true. And uh, Joe Fair as well. Yeah, Joe Fair, great, guy. great guy about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that you are not appreciating their apathy enough. <laughs> okay. All right. I, look, I don't, the first draft, my rankings are yeah. first draft. I, I, they, I, they were committed to apathy. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it was sort of this neo, um, this neo generation X sort of, sort of vibe to it where, it wasn't, it was not worth their time, you know, a, yeah. a lot of, a lot of those things and they stuck with it and that's hard to do, <laughs> you know, in a pep rally to provide no pep, despite <laughs> everything going on. We will sit on our hands <laughs> better than anybody. And, and I believe Ike is related to um, the, the uh, writer and the Motel 6 guy. Yeah, so Tom Bodet. Tom yeah. Bodet, you should get some yeah. points for that. <laughs> Uh, the celebrity celebrity isaiah was related to yeah now which which class did you say i mean you said it in the nicest of terms but it was a bit forgettable the class of 04 04 yes that you're spot on a lot of great people in there but nothing you know nothing that that screams out to you know in in thinking about what you guys have said i think you guys have made a really good case i'm a big fan of andy broker and I yes. think to me, this might come down to two sets of siblings. The class of 2000 has Stephen Boblick. The class of 2004 has Amy Boblick. Oh, it does. Yeah. Oh, wow. The class of oh, two, wow. 2000 had uh, Lexi Cronkite. Uh, the class of 2004 had Vivian Cronkite. Okay. The class, you guys had, or 2000 had Andy Broker. 2004 didn't have an Andy Broker. So I'm going to give That's the true. advantage. I'm going to give the advantage in all three of those cases to the class of 2000. Hey, all right. I, I, I think, think so. 2000, the apathy, they, they were committed to the bit. They, they were. The third. So the final rankings in fourth, the class of 2004. In third, class of 2000. Hey. In second, <laughs> class of 2003. And the best vibe that we went to high school with was the class of 2001. I can't argue with that, Mr. Wood. Can't argue one bit. How bad is How- that? I immediately remember that my brother was in the class of 2000, but I forgot my sister was in the class of 04. <laughs> yeah, you were yeah, super surprised. <laughs> I didn't mind my brother's friends. All my sister's friends were annoying. So like, yeah, of course I'd block them out. <laughs> Fantastic. Now I do have to say your omission of the one years, I understand, but I did end up marrying a 2005. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yes. And, any good thing that has come that I've said about me is mostly stuff she's doing. So, <laughs> well, and that's I need to give her that. It would be unfair because that was just too awesome of a class. Exactly. Exactly. You picked a good yes. one. Yeah, you definitely picked a good yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm very comfortable with those rankings now, and I'm excited for you to find more things to rank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry. I, I got a few more in the hopper here. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> I the other thing that we I, do we chat we kind of maybe mentioned it a little bit is. 
Um, and John Malloy brought it up. He, he just kind of asked us about like how social media has changed education today from 20 years ago. And so we kind of spitballed a little bit. If we had Instagram, TikTok, whatever, do you have any, any thoughts on like who would be the TikTok star of Sturgis High School class of 02? Wow. That, that's a wonderful question. Yeah. I know it would not be me. Okay. Um, man, that's going to take some, that's going to take a little, a little noodling. Okay. But, um, you know, I always go, I, I look at funny first. That's my natural thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Crystal Fink would have killed it. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. I think, I think she would have had some great content there. I think John Malloy would have, would have <laughs> really brought something special to the, uh, to the fold. Yeah. Well, one thing that those two people have in common filters not much of it yeah no they're gonna say what was on their mind and that's pretty cool i I think exactly hey maybe there's something there is does red hair prevent you from having a filter (laughs) it could be it could be uh here's a name that i'm gonna throw out that we spent some time with especially early in the high school years noah allen oh my god Uh, yeah that's like if he had like a prank channel or something like that on youtube oh yeah it would have been it would have been mesmerizing. Exactly. Um, yeah, I, he was. Yeah, he was ahead of his time. And he really was. He really was. And if he did some uh, co-op stuff with Feebig, geez, yes. <laughs> you know, there might have been jail time involved. But it was really <laughs> excellent content. It was either going to be a million followers or jail time. Probably both. Yeah. Probably both. It would have been just yeah, glorious. I I still uh, on rare occasions get to chat with Jared, and he's just such an unusual, fantastic human being. Um, I'm so glad that social media didn't exist when I was in school. <laughs> That's uh, the assessment that we have. John Malloy said the same thing. He's like, it could have been fun, but it could have been just terrible. Just, oh God, yeah. Just to, when I think about, you know, that you're in such an awkward developmental stage and then to add that. <laughs> yep, yeah. We made it through relatively unscathed, I would say, in our, I, our tenure down there. <laughs> yes i still haven't told my 11 year old that the internet exists <laughs> Smart. keep it that way so i'm tra- i'm trying as long as i can we'll see yeah. yeah well do you have any uh any any parting words anything else you, you know I, I was trying to think of stories leading up to this and there was one that i had that i would like to mention okay and you brought up george earl spring break of our senior year we had a real good tennis team and we were all heading off to florida me and andy phillips and Andy Kaiser, John Malloy, yep. you know, a handful of other people. And George was concerned. <laughs> Rightfully so. <laughs> Rightfully so. Well, so between you and the two Andys, that's what, three tenths of the varsity tennis team or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was, yeah. And he said, he told us, he got real stern. He said, if you walk into a room or a party and you see the alcohol or the tobacco, <laughs> He said, you just do a 360. <laughs> a 360. And, and we just kind of looked at each other and went, all right, we just got a new dope way to enter party. <laughs> <laughs> and I've never been more confident now. I walk in every door and just do a quick spin move. Keep going. <laughs> Where's the alcohol? <laughs> <laughs> we, we wanted to correct him, but we just knew we shouldn't. No, no, he was on a roll. You can't stop <laughs> He was having this kind of dad moment, and yep. yeah, 
That is we don't a, want to check him right then. Yeah, that's a delightfully like spot on George Earl story too. It is. Yeah. That, you, yeah, you can learn a lot about George Earl in those few words. Yep. yep. <laughs> that's spectacular. Yes. Well, Dan, thank you so much for doing this. Yeah. This is spectacular. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I know that our uh, our prime viewers uh, of Diane Gorsuch and Mary Halet will absolutely love hearing this. Uh, uh, Lynn Brand as well. We might actually break into the Lynn Brand market now. So that'll be great. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. If uh, if she doesn't comment, I will. I'll hound her. Good. Good. <laughs> The sponsor for uh, this episode uh, that you're on here is going to be Sportsorama. You got anything uh, you want to say about Sportsorama? Oh, no. We uh, we just bought their building and we're putting in a steakhouse. So Sweet. There you go. That's yeah. perfect. Shout out to yes. Sportsorama. You got to like tie in the Sportsorama name to the steakhouse somehow. It will go terribly for marketing. But, you know, <laughs> nah, but you'll feel good out. about it. Just name, yeah. a, just name a drink. A, a chad or something like that yeah yeah sweat sock because <laughs> what you really want to do is have a steakhouse that makes people think of baseball glove leather yeah exactly <laughs> exactly well, thank you, well so you guys are doing a great job man keep it up i'm happy to come back anytime all right man well, take care always a pleasure to chat well al i think that brings us to the end of episode five that's five episodes in the books and i don't want to toot our own horn i feel like they're getting stronger i feel like they're getting higher in numbers, at least. <laughs> We've beaten the grubs, though, whatever that means. Exactly. Yes. Now, I know that originally I had said, man, I think we have enough material for four. And I think we proved that tonight. But we still want to avoid our kids. So we're going to put a couple more episodes Correct. together. we got some more interviews we want to do. we got yep. a couple more bits we want to do. Certainly. Uh, we got a couple drafts, uh, a lot of stuff on the hopper. Uh, so, hey, please continue to let us know uh, your input on things. We talked with Dan about raining our classes today. So what do you think? What, who did, what did we miss? Was the class of 01 the best vibe that we went to school with? Or am I just totally making that up and i really need to rethink that yeah so let us know what you think about all of our takes and once again thank you for listening thank you for taking your time to hang with us and i hope i hope you enjoy it as much as we do yep this is alan boblick and this is joey wood with the trojan years thank you